0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
1: This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
2: Welcome to Mondo Jazz. You just heard the track Donna Lee by Jaco Pastorius from his self-titled debut album released in 1976. Jaco Pastorius came to fame playing with the legendary flute fusion band Weather Report, Joni Mitchell, and lots of other people. He's celebrated as one of the greatest bass soloists in jazz, so he's a perfect opener for our episode, Bass is the Place. For the next two hours, we'll salute masters of the bass from classic tracks by stalwarts like Charles Mingus and Ron Carter, to newer releases that bleed the edges from mainstream jazz to funk, rock, and the avant-garde. So why focus on the bass? It's been said that the bassist is the atlas of the band, because he or she carries the rest of the band on his shoulders. The bass forms a bridge between rhythm and harmony, providing both the strong beat and the root note of the chords. This might be why some bass players make fantastic composers and band leaders— because they're so deeply attuned to everything that's happening in the band. And when the bass player steps into the spotlight for a solo, the deep resonance of the bass and the way it can be plucked, bowed, scraped, slapped, or spanked can be totally electrifying. Next, we're going to hear a track that embodies that dual nature of great bass players as selfless team players who can also command the spotlight. It's Haitian fight song by Charles Mingus, one of the great all-time jazz composers, band leaders, and bass players from his 1957 album The Clown. Here we go, Haitian fight song by Charles Mingus. Just heard Haitian fight song by the legendary bass player and composer, Charles Mingus featuring Shafi Hadi on alto and tenor sax, Jimmy Nepper on trombone, Wade Legg on piano and Danny Richmond on drums that featured some riveting bass following from Mingus who had this to say about it. I can't play that song right unless I'm thinking about prejudice and hate and persecution and how unfair it is. There's sadness and cries in it, but also determination and, And it usually ends up with me feeling, I told them, I hope somebody heard me. We sure did. Up next is another track that puts the bass front and center, courtesy of the mighty Melvin Gibbs. He started making waves in the early 80s no-wave scene in downtown New York with bands like Defunct and James Chance and the Contortions. Uh, Since then, he's crossed over between jazz, funk, and rock, playing with Vernon Reed of the band Living Color, No-Wave Guitar God, Ardo Lindsay, and countless other artists. While some bass players blend seamlessly into the collective spirit of the band, you always know when Melvin Gibbs is playing. You're about to hear him with the jazz fusion supergroup Harriet Tubman, featuring Brandon Ross on guitar and J.T. Lewis, who also played with the rock band Living Color, on drums. This is Can't Terry by Harriet Tubman. Mm. Was Ben Allison playing Swiss Cheese D from his 2013 album, The Stars Look Very Different Today? Right before that was another Ben Allison track, the delightful Mondo Jazz theme, which Ben was nice enough to write and record for us with the help of vocalist playing Thread Gill. We love Ben Allison. I've seen him around town in countless gigs, both as a sideman and a band leader, and his playing is often elegant and restrained. So it was really fun to hear him get kind of edgy and kooky on that track, which also featured Steve Cardenas and Brandon Seabrook on guitars and the fabulous Allison Miller on drums. Before that, we heard a few other tracks where the bass made a very strong statement, uh, Plunge by the band Endangered Blood, featuring bass player Trevor Dunn, who straddles the worlds of jazz and rock, as you might imagine, from that track. He's played in the metal band Mr. Bungle, and collaborated on numerous projects with John Zorn among many others. The track is kind of a supergroup featuring Jim Black on drums, Oscar Noriega on sax, and Chris Speed on sax. Before that, we heard a pair from bass player Larry Grenadier, My Man's Gone Now and Novel in a Sigh, from his upcoming February 2019 album The Gleaners on the ECM label. Larry Grenadier has been described as a deeply intuitive player By the New York Times and his new album, The Gleaners, is almost entirely solo bass, giving the listener a wonderful chance to appreciate the sonic and the emotional possibilities of the bass. Coming up next is another one by Ben Allison from his recent 2018 release, Quiet Revolution. The band also features Ted Nash on reeds and Steve Cardenas on guitar. In other words, there's no drummer, so the bass is carrying the rhythm entirely on its own. This makes perfect sense in light of the sonic qualities of the bass and their relationship to rhythm. A scientific study at McMaster University in Ontario, Canada, said the most vital rhythmic information is encoded and carried by the lowest voice, i.e. the bass. This explains the widespread musical practice of carrying rhythm in bass-ranged instruments. This study was quoted in Guitar World magazine, which said if you play rhythmic music, like rock or jazz, Listeners are more likely to start grooving to the bass than they are to the guitar. In other words, and I'm quoting Guitar World here, bassists are more important than guitarists. It's official. So here it is, drum-free, impeccably rhythmic music, courtesy of our favorite bass player, Ben Allison. The song Move It from Quiet Revolution. Enjoy. Did you know that Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we will be launching an after-school program for local teenagers in 2019 to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash afterschool, and remember, all donations are tax-deductible. Before that, public service announcement we heard two tracks from dave holland one of my favorite bass players nemesis and before that oracle both from his 1990 album extensions featuring steve coleman on sax kevin eubanks on guitar and marvin smitty smith on drums dave holland has been playing bass for 50 years and he's managed to stay on the leading edge of the entire time starting with his work on the groundbreaking miles davis albums bitches brew and in a silent way I saw him just a year or two at the Village Vanguard, duetting with Kevin Eubanks, the guitarist featured on the track we just heard, and at age almost 70, Dave Holland absolutely shredded. This type of longevity in jazz is not unheard of, because the depth and the creative possibilities of the music can inspire a career that spans decades and remains fresh and original all the way. Take that, McJagger. Jagger. Before that was the track Bye Bye Bees by bassist and composer Todd Sikafoos. From his 2008 release, Tiny Resistors*, what's striking about this addition to our celebration of great jazz players is how you might not notice the bass. Todd Sikafoos is a master of collaboration on this album, leading from behind and supporting from below, creating richly textured compositions that don't put the spotlight on any one player, including himself. We started off that set with Move It from Ben Allison's 2018 release, Quiet Revolution. Next, we'll hear from the legendary Ron Carter, who has appeared on more than 2,000 recording sessions, making him the most recorded jazz bassist in history. His collaborators range from, My- from the Miles Davis Quintet in the early 1960s to Erica Badu in the late 90s and beyond. I can't possibly represent the full range of his career, so we're just going to listen to some polarities in his style. We're going to start with a seminal, a sentimental favorite of mine, which features Ron Carter with the Divine Alice Coltrane on her 1970 album, Ta the El Daud, a beautiful and bluesy meditation that includes some wonderful solo interludes from Ron Carter. We'll follow that up with another Ron Carter track that might surprise you. But first, let's float upstream with Turiya and Ramakrishna featuring Ron Carter. <laughs>
0: yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised.
2: just heard the track Mischievous Tambolero by the great Cuban bass player Israel Cachao Lopez. Before that was the poet Gil Scott Heron's groundbreaking song, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised, from his 1971 album Pieces of a Man, featuring Ron Carter on bass. Gil Scott Heron had never played with Ron Carter before he recorded that album. In fact, he'd never even met the man, but he insisted that Ron Carter play the bass on that recording. When Jazz Times interviewed him about that session, Carter said, I didn't discuss the content with Gil. My job was to make it sound like I belonged in the band. That's my view at any recording session, and he certainly did sound like he belonged. So maybe that's how Ron Carter ended up being the most recorded bass player in the history of jazz, in addition to being a fantastic player. As the show is winding down, I just want to remind you that Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely mostly on donations from listeners like you to help support our mission. We invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org/donate. Every cent helps us continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. That just about wraps up this episode of Mondo Jazz. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll stay tuned for Bushwick Garage, Rob Pritchard's fantastic program of underground psych rock from around the world. Mondo Jazz will be back next Wednesday at 10 p.m. We're going to cap off this celebration of great players with another track composed by the great Ron Carter, Loose Change, from the Joe Henderson album, The State of the Tenor. It's a simple and sublime trio with Al Foster on drums, Joe Henderson on sax, and of course, Ron Carter on bass. And if there's time after that, we might hear one more by Dave Holland, triple dance from his 1988 album, Triplicate. Enjoy and good night.